Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quickie and handicapping and sports betting picks. Joining me, as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. He's got the old school headphones on. And it's not just Friday, people. It is a Felica football Friday. Joining us, as he does every Friday during the college football season, to break down just about everything for us. Because, folks, Andy and I need as much help as we can get here. Thanks again, Chris. Welcome back. How's it going? Where um, in the United States are you today? I am at the Texas State Fair ahead of the uh, you know the Oklahoma Texas game. It's a it's a nice morning right now, but I think it's going to uh, heat up to a nice crisp 96 degrees later today. So we're going to stay inside as much as possible. Yeah, people people a little miffed about not uh, game day not choosing Iowa again. You can only go to Iowa so many times. Like I love my neighbors <laughs> to the south, man. I'm guessing the culinary choices are going to be a little better down there. And we said football Friday, but man, you started with baseball yesterday. Yeah, I I, I like the Braves in that series against the Brewers. I, I don't understand why uh, it, it, for for a series price it's only like minus one one fifty or so. Like everyone seems to love the Brewers and I don't get it. Uh, I think the Braves match. I mean, other, other than the, as producer Dan would tell you, it's the Atlanta Braves. Like that, that's the reason, but like what the Braves did at the deadline, when, when, when Acuna went down, uh, you, you bring in Duval, you, you bring, you bring in Soleil, uh, you bring in Rosario uh, with, with, with Albies and, and Riley, who had an unbelievable year. I mean, that's a really good lineup that they have. I know, I know the bullpen isn't great, uh, but 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 I think of the the first couple of guys at the top of the rotation with Freed and Freed and Morton. I, I think they match up, and uh, I think at the plus money that you can get on the Braves in this series, uh, I think that's worth the play. I love it. A baseball Friday. Yeah. We Sneaky we just struggle with Friday. our yeah we struggle with our teams, and like you said, producer Dan, bit of a fatalist when it comes to his favorite teams, so he's expecting a quick exit. But I don't know, I. I think I have some Brewers futures from way back, so I probably wouldn't. And it was at a big enough number because these are like April or March futures, so I can probably feel not too bad about taking a little, uh, taking a little on the Braves here to maybe take a little sting away when that one goes awry. So I'll probably ride with you there. Um, I watched college football last night. We have some. I'm probably gonna late, late tonight watch the Arizona State game. There's decent double header tonight. Yeah, double header tonight. There's some. There's some good matchups. I've been I've been complaining about the matchups all together, but uh, are we gonna find out if Michigan's good? I'm I'm really not sure on this team. I'm not sure on a bunch of these Big Ten teams, but I'm really really not sure if Michigan's good or not. And this is probably where you find out. Here's the thing, like in the case of Michigan, in the case of Notre Dame, in the case of um, Penn State, like these teams are good because why? They beat the shitty Wisconsin team. Like, oops, I probably shouldn't have said that S word, but that's, that's a oh no, we're we it's have no FCC here. Like I get yeah. a little, I get a little, I get a we little. We don't fucking mind. <laughs> but uh, this is a uh, this is Kirk Herbstreit, by the way. I don't know if you've noticed him or not. He's He's uh, chiming in. Over my looking right pretty now. good for just, you know, he's all dressed up just for a meeting. I can't hear the voice. Exactly Tell right. But, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's just chiming in. He says, hi, I got the earbuds in. He's like, I can't hear you. But so he's listening in. But, like, like seriously, like, these teams are being bolstered by wins over Wisconsin. But, like, so what? Like, Penn State probably should have lost that game. They're not played there. So, like, in the case of Michigan, look, I don't know. Can they go on the road for a second straight week and win a conference road game? I think that's a hard spot. Um, Nebraska's defense has played well all year long. 
Yeah, you just have to, when you walk to the window or click the button or get on the phone and just say, give me Nebraska plus the three, three and a half, you just have to, again, process that, okay, I'm taking Scott Frost in Nebraska in a game that's projected to be a close game, and you have to know that they're five and 15 under Frost in one-score games, and they have a tendency to make awful decisions and have one of the worst special teams units in the country. But at the same time, I, I think at home and, and this spot and situation uh, indicates a play on Nebraska. I like it. it I didn't, it's a hold-your-nose kind of play. It's a hold-your-nose kind of yeah. play, but you're getting on the other well, side of three at a, at a home game and with Michigan just, yeah. It, it's a, it is a tough spot for a team that we haven't seen beat good teams yet. I'm, I'm fine with that. I was going to say, before we jump to the other game, since we are talking Big Ten football, I can't get you out of here without talking about Penn State-Iowa a little bit. What do you think is going to happen? I like Iowa in, in, in the game, and it kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with what I was talking about with the whole uh, with Wisconsin principle there. Like, Penn State easily could have lost at Auburn, too. Mike Bobo and Brian Hardison called a better play uh, on fourth and goal. Uh, Iowa, it, it's these are the games that a lot of people like fading Iowa, and I think they were like, last week I, I took a little stab with Maryland on the money line, and that didn't work out. But if you go back the last 15 games that Iowa has been favored by four points or fewer, they've won 14 of them. So these games, Iowa and Kirk Ferentz and his staff win. Uh, these are not the games that they lose. So like, I, I think the defense is playing well. I think that you get Sean Clifford for some turnovers uh, in that sense. The defense this year in 70 opponent drives, uh, they've allowed seven turno- seven touchdowns. They've forced 15 turnovers. Uh, they got a good thing working on defense and, and offense with Goodson as long as he can uh, get out front and not force Petrus to play from behind. But uh, numbers down to two, and I and I like the Hawkeyes here. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, I know that historically stuff that's happened this long ago doesn't necessarily matter, but Penn State has not done well in Iowa, especially in seasons no. where they've had a high ranking. And again, I know these are different teams, different coaches, but those fans smell blood in the water. And for whatever reason, the way Penn State plays just doesn't translate well when they get up there. So I think you're right. It's kind of a home team spot. But we got another conference game. We're going to go to the ACC this time. Um, Wake Forest laying six and a half at Syracuse. What are you thinking there? Yeah, I like the orange at home getting the points, and, and we've been on Wake Forest a couple times this year. Uh, I don't think they are good enough just to go to Syracuse and show up with the with a B minus type effort and win by seven. Uh, this is a Syracuse team that has played well uh, defensively at home this year. We saw them play. Uh, Liberty a couple weeks ago on Friday night pulled the outright upset. Uh, they get after the passer. They don't allow big plays to the air for the most part. I think Schrader and that offense are coming around just enough, uh, and they'll have just enough success. And I think not only do they have a chance to cover that six and a half, I think they have a chance to win that game outright. I can dig it. Yeah, the fact that it's up there, it doesn't basketball, football, women's volleyball. <laughs> you go to Syracuse, you're not going to have a time. Like yeah, lacrosse. It's not a. It's never an easy road game. It doesn't matter how bad Syracuse is that year. Nobody wants to go up there. They're taking Carolina kids, and you're sending them to upstate New York. Hopefully, it's nice and cold. (laughs) I can remember when I was in Miami. um, Even Miami went up there in national championship type years. Uh, They went up there and and survived uh, in in the last minute in a couple of those games. So yeah, no, it's 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 it is a difficult place to play. Uh, at times. Speaking of teams that did they just play Syracuse? I'm pretty sure this was last week. Is that was that Florida State's last game? Florida State's last game was, was yeah, the the, the last second field goal that they beat 
uh, floor, the, the, the beef floor sweeping Syracuse last week. Yep. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think it. of the line. I feel like Syracuse still covered. I feel like it was like four or five, something of that nature. But uh, yeah, they did. Big, yeah, they did. Bigger number this week. Bigger number at uh, UNC. Some Florida State's been, boy. I mean, Florida State fans have been sad. This has been a rough year. I get, you got to win. You didn't get a cover for the boosters, but getting a ton of points here in the UNC game. They are, they are, and, and the way UNC responded last week, after getting embarrassed by Georgia Tech a couple of weeks ago, to come back and, and handle an overmatched Duke team uh, in the fashion that they did, I think that bodes well uh, moving forward for UNC. I think the offense will will score at will. Uh, I, I don't think Florida State can stay with them. I, and the fact that Florida State beat them last year uh, as a big underdog and gave UNC their first loss, I think I think there's a bit of payback here uh, in, in play as well. So I'm going to lay the points with the, uh, with the Tar Heels tomorrow. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of arguments to bet on Florida State at this point, no. even, even this many points. And that's the fun part about college. You get to lay big numbers that you would never even think about in the NFL. I'd like, I mean, like last night, chance clears, that wasn't really a doubt. No, they couldn't have made that number big enough. And that's kind of what we talked about last week, too. Like, it felt like a lot of those underdogs were kind of like trendy, like Arkansas, Ole Miss, Rutgers, like, those were the sides that were getting played. Anytime that's what you see, and they, like there was value in being taking a contrarian favorite, uh, which you never get to say. Yeah, Alabama is a contrarian play. Georgia is a contrarian. Ohio State is a contrarian. Like like the, the, those are weekends that the books live for. Yeah. Well, and we saw exactly what we got out of the Georgia. Everyone, I think in that Georgia game, everyone concentrated on like, oh no, the quarterback's out. Quarterback's a very important position. And people forgot that he didn't play on the defense. That defense is <laughs> sick. Like it is sick. And Arkansas ran into a buzzsaw. Auburn, anybody who watched that game got to see that game was weird. Like Auburn had some, some very low percentage plays hit. Mm-hmm. Especially there was one that was a 0% play that somehow hit. And I mean, is, I just don't feel like it's something they're going to get done this weekend. Is this just another spot? We joked about this with somebody like, do we just take Georgia's opponents team totals under for the rest of the season? Yeah. Unless it's Bama. Like I'm kind yeah. of on board with that here and Auburn's getting 15 at home. I don't know if that's enough. No, I don't think it's enough. I don't think it's enough either. Uh, I, I think your team total under is a, uh, a good thought. And I would lay it. I think this is a little personal too for Kirby. I think he, uh, would enjoy shutting down Mike Bobo and Auburn's offense quite a bit. And I think, too, and I was talking about this with Jim Donnan last week uh, down when I was in Athens, like, you look at the teams that have given Georgia and Kirby Smart problems and beaten them uh, while he's been there, they've all been NFL quarterbacks. It's been Joe Burrow. It's been Kyle Trask who was, who was drafted last year. It's been the Alabama guys. These are, these are the teams that beat Georgia. You had the one bowl game where they had all the opt-outs and Ellinger beat them. But for the most part, is Bo Nix that kind of guy? I don't think so. Uh, I, I like I like that defense a lot, and and, and I think Auburn is up against us. Yes, I, I'd, I'd be I'd be with you there, Andy. I'd I'd lay the points and look at a an Auburn team total under. Yeah, we got a big Auburn fan in the chat right now claiming that wasn't Bo Nix. Somebody took his jersey and took his place. Like, God, that, right. that was very un unnixian, if that's a term. And uh, we had again, we again we started with football. We said this is Friday's football with Felica, but. He started with baseball and getting involved in some hockey too. What was again? I just did a hockey pot. It starts on the twelfth, so you still have four days before hockey starts, and we still have 
almost two weeks for the NBA, but boy, there's going to be a lot going on here soon. And you got involved in some point totals. I've got a few. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I I played a a couple more last night, but the two that I really played uh, right off the bat to make sure I got good numbers. I I played under 97 and a half points with the Penguins. Uh, I'm not sure the Penguins are a playoff team this year. Uh, I think you you start out the year without Malkin and Crosby. Uh, the early part of the schedule is very difficult without those guys in the lineup. Uh, who knows what you're going to get out of Tristan Jari? Like, like that's 97 and a half seems like a lot. And I think I think the Penguins are more like a representative of a team that's going to be battling for fourth place in that division than they are uh, first or second. So that was one of them. And then I played the Bruins under 103 and a half. Like you don't know uh, if and when Rask is coming back. Uh, you're, you're banking on a, a goaltender that I don't know. Uh, you really didn't replace David Krejci. Uh, they had trouble scoring last year. Uh, Taylor Hall should help the, the, the course of the season, but but I don't know. One hundred three and a half in that division seems like they have a lot of points. So uh, yeah, Penguins under, Bruins under, and then uh, I thought about maybe going around Rangers over as well. I think the Rangers uh, could be a sneaky good team as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm done with that. I've been playing a little preseason hockey from some people that uh, know what they're doing there. It's been going well somehow. I'm just uh, maybe maybe I'll just retire from hockey once the season starts. A lot of that's just informational stuff on you know who's playing that night. Uh, one last one before we let you go. We're getting a little chatter about Cincinnati. Is it a bad spot for them to try to cover you know four and a half touchdowns tonight? It's over thirty. It, it feels like it. This might be a live bet situation for me. Uh, like see what see if they indeed do start slow, and if they do, then maybe you can hop in and lay seventeen or so as opposed to the twenty eight, twenty nine. Um, yeah, I, I but I, I could see Temple first half since he's second half. Or, or we'll just wait and, and, and see what happens early on in live. But, but yeah, I, I could I could certainly get behind that for sure. And, and doesn't that late game tonight, too, doesn't 13 seem like a lot for, Stan, for to be laying with Arizona State against a Stanford team that has really come alive lately? Yeah, that's well, if there's anyone I was going to ask. Up, yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead. It's definitely it, – it got some steam, yeah. though. I think I think it was nine at the beginning of the week. It's a lot. I can't, I can't believe that – that number has come up as, as much as it did. I, I don't think ASU has been a very good favorite uh, under Herm either. And, and, and you've got a Stanford team that pulled a couple of upsets already, and, and they seem like they're, they're getting healthier now uh, after being down a bunch of guys a couple of weeks back against UCLA. So uh, to win that game last week, even though they probably shouldn't have, it was a terrible pass interference call. Uh, clearly the offense is a much better hand than the team now. BYU, Notre Dame, Baylor. Excellent. All right, Andy, there's nothing else I can think of. Was there any other games you wanted to touch on before we let Mr. Felica get on with his day? Let's call it I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I think I've, I've got a bunch of bets in the queue now. I'm ready to go for Saturday. <laughs> ready to go for Friday night games. And That's right. My NFL in, so, yeah, enjoy uh, whatever, Texas. Texas okay. Yeah. The name we'll, of the city all of a sudden. We're in uh, Dallas. Dallas. The yeah. name of the city is Dallas. Dallas. Here. Unfamiliar. Yeah. You're going to put on the boots, get a big hat? there. Yeah, exactly. Big, big, big text. Talk it, talking loud. A bunch of bad fried food that I won't have any of. It's just gross. Oh, that sounds good. So enjoy it. Um, thanks for the yeah. time. Thanks for all the picks. Three sport, uh, three sport athlete, three sport, three sport picker today. Chris and we had golf got... the other day too. So yeah, we, we we're really all over the place, which has been great. And, and, and Sunday and Sunday, that'll come through. Perfect. So. 
All right, we will check you next Friday again. Good luck this weekend. And yeah, obviously, everybody go check them out Saturday. Game day, it's happening this week. See you guys. No, well, I'm not going anywhere yet. We have some tennis yet, don't we? I, I <laughs> yeah, it's, I got some tennis. Yet. I don't know. Did, did I don't you have, have anything any, for the weekend? Golf. I don't have yeah, any golf today. No? No golf? No, I don't have any golf today. I, I've been taking it easy. I played those outrights. I played those top 25s. Excuse me, top 20s. That's how in my head, I am on college football now. I just said top 25s. They are top 20 bets. I'm leaving uh, most of the daily stuff alone. Sung Kang, otherwise known as Kang Hoon Sung, he has two different names somehow. He plays under, like, I don't know if somebody Americanized his name once and he just said, I'll play under that. But depending where you look, he has two different ways to say his name. He shot a 61 yesterday, and that's uh, – good. Yeah, that sucks for everybody I have because, the, you know, no, none of my guys were shooting that well. If it weren't for him, I'd have a couple that are two shots off the lead, but a lot of golf left. I'm going to play some probably some DFS, and, yeah, we'll look for some tennis this afternoon. The shit goes late into the evening, and that's because, again, it is it is West Coast West tennis, Coast. so that's nice. If you want some West Coast action, this is uh, pro- probably at least one of these starts after supper time for me. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's nice. You kind of roll into the football this afternoon, but got a couple today, a couple tomorrow um, as we start to look. The first one today, this will be 2 p.m. Eastern, so a little bit earlier in the day. You can you know, do this while you're having a late lunch, Andy. You can watch Samson and Ova, Kudermatova, a really good matchup here of two players I like quite a bit. But Samson Ova, the, the better player overall, the better player this, this season. Um, neither one of them, again, playing a ton of tennis lately. There's, there's kind of a little bit of a lull between the U.S. Open and this event this year. Um, you know, again, this event normally isn't here. They're doing other things. So Samsonova, I have favored, you know, I would have her around minus 125, minus 130. So I was able to get plus 100. If you can get a minus 105, that's okay, too, even minus 110. But kind of draw the line right there. Should be very competitive match. But, you know, overall, I'm going to continue to play Samsonova until the market kind of tips her more towards being favored in these kind of matches. I think, you know, long-term we're going to see Samsonova being moving up the rankings and Kudumatova kind of staying where she is. And the other match, we have a total. We're back to totals. It's been a little bit while, a while. It's been hard to do some of these totals with. It's always hard, Andy, when you're looking at a player with a very low ranking and a player with a very high ranking to compare that. But what we have here is our second-place finisher in the U.S. Open, Miss Layla Annie Fernandez in her first match since doing that against Alizé Cornet. Cornet got uh, a match under her belt here, which is something we always like, and has just kind of a funky game, uh, an odd rhythm to her game, if you will. Uh, generally plays a lot of overs here. I have this total at 21, almost 21 and a half if I tweak some stuff. So 21's good, 20 and a half's good. I see a 20 and a half just about everywhere. I didn't find a 21 price I like, so stick with that. And then tomorrow... Not, again, not sure when these matches are tomorrow. It could be as early as 2 p.m. Eastern, you know, much later than that. The fernandez Corday match, that'll be late tonight. That'll be happening probably while I'm asleep, um, to be perfectly honest. Or maybe I'll make it up for the late-night football game, but we'll see. But yeah, tomorrow, these will be as early as 2 in the afternoon. Allison Risk playing Bianca Andreescu. I thought Risk played some really nice tennis in her first match here. Started to pick up her form a little bit later. Again, generally plays better this time of year. I don't know if it's, you know, if you start to look at her season, it seems like she builds up to start it in the grass season. So she's kind of at the middle of her season while a lot of these players are at the end. Andreescu someone that has really struggled all year, um, just hasn't looked right since finishing second in Miami. Happy to take the four and a half games here. Four is fine as well. 
Um, I had this at three and a half and then the money line at 210. I had this closer to plus 170. So anything plus 190 or better or so looks fine to me. I think Risk has a really good shot. I looked at overs here. You know, Andreescu overs had generally been pretty good, but her form's been down recently. And I think last match, she might have gotten the over, but lost in two sets. So just going to go ahead and take the underdog here. It's one of the things, Andy, I'm sure you know this about tennis. You look at the underdog, do you take the over, do you take the spread? Don't mind the over, but I thought this was a better look here. But we do have a total, Andy. We have a total stack. I don't know if you noticed that name there at the bottom. It's been a little while. I did. It has been, it has been a minute since we've done this. Miss Goff played Miss Garcia. Garcia's got a match under her belt, looking nice, playing solid tennis. The two of them generally play long matches. So we're going to take 19 and a half. There's some 20s. That's fine, too. I have this at 21. And then two and a half sets. Finally got a chance to grab a nice number here. I think plus 180 or better you'll find at most places. And that's what I'm hoping for. So it's time. It's ready. Coco Golf overs. Let's do it, baby. You know I'm down. And especially now that I've found, like, I just didn't hunt for this at first. But now that I like have it in my brain on which books have the over two and a half set stuff, so I can go shop around a little. Because I honestly, I was I'll just hand up Mia Culpa. I've been playing some bad numbers on those just because I haven't <laughs> shopped. I'm like, oh, this place has it. It's like 20 cents worse than noobs, but I'm going to play it anyway. So I've been leaving money on the table. Don't do that. Shop around. Do that for all your bets this weekend. Have a great weekend. Really good uh, college football chat in the chat. I'm going to have to go back and read some of that. I missed a lot of it. Probably going to find myself a few more bets there. Um, and again, uh, one more thing to Arizonans. Look for some stuff coming your way. We might have a specific Arizona prop. Uh, I'll have it out on social, and we'll, we'll probably get you some info too. Because I was thinking about that when Bear said that uh, Arizona State's been bet up. What if it's all just those, you know, the fact that Arizona's legal now and everybody's just down there hammering Arizona at all the legal books at their Arizona State, rather. <laughs> no, but ain't nobody betting on Arizona. The wild and maybe if you're taking all those points, but yeah, maybe you're it's not just saying those Arizona, books. Arizona State parlay. You open up a legal book down in a, a new state and all of a sudden the numbers start getting steamed up on that team. Weird. So all right, good weekend, Alex. You have a great weekend. Producer Dan. You too, Andy. Everybody. See you guys.